Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSRHealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSRHealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Mary Ann Live. I'm Mary Ann Camarado, and like I always say, I do, I say it a lot, great relationships begin within a nice inquiry anyway, isn't it? When you really think about that, what does that mean? Well, part of it means, for me, for a number of years, is learning to turn my attention inwards and cultivate my interior, my relationship with myself, my soul, my authentic self, and then from there, it seems like I have a much better chance, much better opportunity to cultivate healthy, fulfilling, sustainable relationships. That's, that's all I'm saying. Just think about that for a minute. And some of you are already on board. You're like, yeah, I still get that. Give me some more stuff to help me stay awake, right? Uh, some of you who are just joining us for the first time are contemplating that. I'm thinking you're not sure if that's true. That's always a good idea. I think Gautam Buddha said, don't listen to me. Try it on yourself. You know, if it's true. If it's true for you, then it's true. So we're just offering support resources and tools here at Marion Live, and we've been doing it for about a decade, so we're so glad that you're here, whether you're new or you're returning, and uh, you're a fan of all of the hundreds and, at this point, thousands of authors and teachers and healers who've been joining us over the years uh, to help us really cultivate this relationship with ourselves. And, you know, what we also do together is we have a practice. We do the practice right here together. Because that's how we take all those ideas, all that cognitive input, right, all the things we know, and then embody them, which I find is is really the key to experiencing a fulfilling life, staying connected to the divine being, for me, the most important, being connected to the truth about who I am in this present moment really does expand my ability to thrive. So what we like to do first is, um, aside from all that, to our guest today, Cara Bradley. Uh, Cara Bradley actually is going to be talking with us about On the Verge. It's the title of her new book, Wake Up, Show Up, and Shine. In order to do that, to receive our guest, Cara Bradley, today, let's take a breath or find our breath together. Just that one simple act, nothing to do about it, just notice where the breath is in the body, how it's breathing you, and just bringing your awareness deeper into that experience, 
and noticing what happens. See what happens. Sometimes I like to take an audible breath, hearing my sound is somehow really relaxing for my uh, neurobiology, as they say, right? All the, the ways that I can calm my nervous system because we need that. We are overstimulated. We have so much on our plates. So just finding a breath is great medicine. And as you do that, start turning your attention towards your portal of gratitude. That's the second part of our practice we like to do together here at Marian Live. And uh, finding that perspective of gratitude really helps shift almost everything. And not that this is an easy thing to do, for sure. It's often that when you're tuning into the show, sometimes it's uh, turning away from something that's challenging or trying to work something out or learn something new. We are frustrated or um, trying to make our lives better. But part of doing that is, for me, um, and a whole bunch of other folks who really like this, finding uh, a way to be in relationship with gratitude as a verb, right, and feeling that in your body. So the question I would ask is, who helped make it possible for you to do what you do? Maybe what you're doing right now or what you've done or accomplished in your life and just see what pops up on your radar. And go down that list and notice the shift in perspective in your body, mind, spirit, connection as you start to really dwell on that for a moment. Who made it possible for you to eat what you ate or are eating? the electronic device you're using, the clothes you're wearing, the vehicle you use to move about, even your own body birthing you. Who is your birther? <laughs> so as you go down your list, I'm going to go down my list of folks who helped make this program possible, uh, starting out with Lynn McKenzie and Dave Cruz at HealthyLife.net Radio, totally committed and devoted to helping bring you Positive Talk Radio 24 hours a day, seven days a week, Doing it with style and grace. They are so devoted and we're so grateful for them. Our honorary sponsor here at Mary Ann Live is the OneWorldChildrensFund.org. If you're online, uniting people to improve the lives of children affected by poverty. At the national level, we've got the National Action Organization committed to changing the way our culture values each other. No small task there. Well, they help make this program possible. As a matter of fact, 100% of the proceeds that goes to the NACTION, the National Action Organization, .org, if you're online, goes to programming just like this. And at the local level, in San Rafael, California, if you're in Northern California or planning on making a visit, you want to stop into the Open Secret Bookstore They've been sponsoring us for 10 years as well, and they've got the latest in meditation and revelation. As a matter of fact, they probably have Kara Bradley's book, On the Verge, Wake Up, Show Up, and Shine. So uh, you'll be in luck if you stroll on in there and uh, let yourself have it, as they say, the feast of books that are available for you. So we're breathing. We're present. We're getting present. We're cultivating an attitude of gratitude. And uh, now I'm going to tell you a little bit about our guest who's joining us today, author Kara Bradley. She's written a book for us called On the Verge, Wake Up, Show Up, and Shine. So uh, we can remember the best moments of our life when we felt powerful and totally alive. Uh, Kara wants to help us build mental strength. And who doesn't need that? Show us how to experience what she calls high-definition, high-voltage living on purpose daily. 
She's with us today and going to share fresh practices as she pulls from her years of yoga, um, athletic background, and rollerblading in particular, which I want to hear about, and help expertly guide us through the process towards an indescribable sense of fulfillment and emotional empowerment that is always here, on the verge of happening, ready to emerge. You can intentionally experience this natural state of clarity and vitality in your everyday life, tapping into your personal power and thriving. We're going to do it together. Kara Bradley is a passionate teacher of yoga, meditation, and fitness who's been in the trenches of personal transformation as a mental strength coach for over three decades at her Verge Yoga Center, retreats, corporate training sessions, and with sports teams at Villanova University in Penn State. She's joining us today. I'm Marianne Live. Welcome to the program, Kara. Oh, thank you for that beautiful introduction, Marianne. Great to be here. Oh, thank you. Yes, breathing gratitude and Kara. Who wants anymore? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. We're so glad you made it. Yay. Right, just showing up, like you said, it's a big deal. You showed up, you woke up, showed up, and we're both here. And I feel kind of shine. shine. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you wrote a beautiful book, by the way. Thanks for doing it. We're, we're grateful. We're going to dig in and dive in and talk about your philosophy. Um, but what is On the Verge? What does that even mean? And let's start there. What inspired you to write this book? Mm, well, thank you. Thank you for that and for the opportunity to talk about what I feel like I've been talking about for 30 years mm. and finally just needed to get my words down in some capacity in a book. And, and as we know, at some point, words just don't, they don't get to it. It's a, it's a visceral, sensory experience that ultimately we all come to. And mm. so because I've been a... a teacher of fitness, I've been a mover my entire life, either moving other bodies or moving my body, I have um, really sunk down into what it feels like, what it really feels like to be alive. What does it feel like to be fully alive, to be electrified from my inside out? I know how I get there through movement and through practice and by being in nature, and I've seen people light themselves up in the same ways but how do we do that on purpose and recognize that this is something that's very valid and so I'm just going to backtrack a little bit to a time I had when I was 19 years old I was a college track runner and mediocre very average in the middle of the pack at this uh, division one program and I was running in my last race and I went into this last race with a different attitude. It was, it was sort of a nothing to win, nothing to lose. Let me show up. I had gone off on my own beforehand, which I'd never done, and did a slow jog, which, which seemed to calm my nerves and settle my mind in a way that I'd never felt before. And I killed my race. I mean, I shaved six seconds off my personal record and became, in that one race, an elite athlete. Unfortunately, it was my last one. But fortunately for me, I experienced an extraordinarily ordinary, natural state of wakefulness, confidence, strength, ease of being, aliveness. That was, in two minutes and change, uh, the most profound experience of me, genuinely me, being genuinely me that I'd ever felt before in my young adult life. And so 
going forward, I looked at that race and I got very, very curious about what happened. Mm. It didn't feel peak to me. It didn't feel like mm. this altered state. I felt like I had stepped into my shoes and I was more me than ever before. And being more me than ever before, I tapped into potential, intelligence. I, I shined. And so that sent me on my journey, my journey to discover what happened, how do I do it again, and how do I do it on purpose mm -hmm. when I need to. What a great story. This is a beautiful awakening, um, particularly those of us in the Western culture and a lot of folks here in the United States who were sort of in the last 20 years brought up on that hype, high-pitched, high-peak performance. You've got to pump yourself up, right, up and out of the body. And what I'm hearing you say is the opposite almost happened. You went in and down, I call it. Right? Mm -hmm. And and really in a slower, deeper, or more grounded place. This is counter to what a lot of us have been taught. Let's talk about that. Mm. Yes. Thank you for recognizing that. Because I do feel like in many ways I'm coming through the back door. That's so much of what we are hearing out there in both kind of the personal transformation and also in the spiritual traditions that we're all coming to in the West is all from, you know, the, the neck up perspective. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're, I, I teach a lot of people that say, oh, you know, I just tried meditation. I can't do it. I can't stop my thoughts. I can't sit still. And I, want, and I say to them, don't sit still. Like, get your body moving. Move your body. Get your breath moving. And you're going to sink below the level of your mind. You're going to sink into your body where all of this juicy intelligence is arising, constantly emerging through sensation, through subtle impulse, through just um, little, little, little um, ripples of guidance and direction, it's coming up into our consciousness. And so instead of always looking for it out there or looking for it in our mind, what I'm pointing to is perhaps let's start looking to those times during the day when we feel alive, when we feel electrified. And it could be when you're at the beach. It could be when you're cooking. It could be when you're with your dog. Right? It happens all the time. Let's start looking at what's already happening for us and dive in there a little bit. You know, this is a great point as well, and you said something earlier in the program. You know, this, this, the idea that um, we evaluate with our words, we um, make meaning with our language, or what some people call logos, right? This whole architectural um, uh, uh, architecture, really. Right, one way of experiencing reality, but what happens is we become disembodied. We have as a Western culture over time, and that there's a whole language of the body that we're missing, including it knowing when we are alive, and that words, the, the map that I'm hearing is a similar map that I believe in, that the mind is here to serve the body so we can follow our spirit, and that we just are missing an enormous chunk of that equation, right? Absolutely. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. We are. We're missing so much. And it's interesting because when I, I believe that was an early, early version of my book, it, the tagline included fully alive. Mm. And my editor said to me, are you sure you want to use fully alive? Because I don't think people connect to that. And I'm thinking, 
you know, you're so right. I mean, it's so sad. But when I ask people, what makes you feel fully alive? Some people come, you know, they get it right away, right? Yeah. They're in their body, and they can tell me. And there are a good portion of people who just kind of look at me with a little bit of a glazed look, mm-hmm. like, what do you mean mm-hmm. fully alive? I'm right here. Well, most of the time we're, we're sort of muting our experience because we're so stuck and caught in our thoughts that we're muting this, this sensor, this universe that's happening below our neck, this sensory, you know, symphony that's playing all the time. And so sometimes what happens is I'll ask people what makes you feel bright and oftentimes they'll connect with that a little better. What, what makes you feel bright? Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, when I'm with my daughter, you know, my two-year-old, and we're and I'm reading to her at night, I feel really present and bright and alive. Right. Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Let's go in deeper. Let's look at that and other times because these are clues, clues to being present more often and cultivating the capacity to just be alive in our lives in other areas as well. One of the things I like about your book, by the way, if you're just joining us, Kara Bradley's with us today. I'm Marian Live. Yay! On the Verge, Wake Up, Show Up, and Shine. That's the title of her book. And I, I really feel the title of the book, On the Verge. I feel like when I saw that, my body actually could feel it and my emotional state. My teacher likes to talk about uh, the four by four, the cognitive the emotional, the sensory, and then the what's bigger than me, right? So we have, like, all these areas where we get to experience our aliveness, but on the verge is like this, this, a culmination of that. It's, it's, it's when all those things come together and we have awareness about that. And I feel like your book is inviting us into the specificity of each of those domains because you break them down, and we're going to talk about that this hour, the clear mind, the bright body, the open heart, or how we connect these. And then when we are on the verge, it's how to get to the place where all the pistons are firing. What do you think? Oh, sounds great. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. I remember, uh, Kara, before we go to break, I was going to tell you the story about a professor that I had years ago who was talking about all this neuroscience and how exciting it is uh, for us to, to find out things like the brain thinks thoughts before we do. And I thought, oh, I raised my hand and I said, oh, wow. I said, I, I've never seen a brain on the side of the road thinking <laughs> or doing anything. <laughs> you know? And he got really mad at me. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> but it was like, come on. As if these things are separate, people. That's all we're saying. That's what, Carrie, you're saying that for us. These are not separate. They are processes that we can identify. But the thing is, it's the whole system. It's designed to work together. And the problem is, as you point out so beautifully in your book, is when we don't, we can blow our wad, as they say, uh, you know, so often when and undermine ourselves. How about that? Undermine ourselves. And, and Kara Bradley is here to, to show us what tools we need, uh, how we can actually move towards our potential and uh, cultivate her uh, practices that we're going to talk about as well. Before we go to break, I want you to know that there is a website you can go to, yes, CaraBradley.net, C-A-R-A-B-R-A-D-L-E-Y, Cara, sorry, CaraBradley.net. 
Uh, get a copy of this book. Get a jump start. We're going to be back right after these messages. Kara Bradley's in the house. Back in just a minute. I don't want to date anymore. What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. Well, I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event. Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love. Worry no more. Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. Proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship. Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now. We've ordered No More Love Life Drama for Us. Hi, everybody. I'm relationship expert and radio talk show host Marianne Camarado. And I'm David Raynaud. We want to talk to you for a minute about the changing world of dating and relationships and how self-inquiry can help. I mean, did you know that 44% of the U.S. population is single and over 50% end in divorce? Yet, we spend an average of one-third of our lives trying to find a great relationship or get help with the ones we already have. Yep, that's exactly why we created the first ever of its kind, the Great Relationships Begin Within Self-Inquiry Divination Deck, because we know what it takes to attract and create a healthy, fulfilling, sustainable relationship. And it's really simple. Sit quietly, close your eyes, turn your attention inward, and draw a card. You can go online right now and get a free reading on Marianne Live and try out the cards. And for under $20, what better way to give yourself a gift of your own attention? We wish you every blessing. We'll see you next time. Check out MarianneLive.com. .com. Welcome back to Mary Ann Live. Hey, we're all on the verge today, together. We all woke up. We showed up. I don't know about if we're shining or not. We're going to get there. Kara Bradley's in the house. She's going to help us do that today. We're super excited, but in an in and down kind of way. That's what we were talking about uh, the first part of the program. That sometimes we think in order to really meet our potential, to really go for whatever, we have to ramp up, blast off, give it our all, and Karis, is it? Well, 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 wait a minute, maybe not. Maybe there's something else going on here, and Kara, let's talk a little bit about this and couch it in what you call our natural state. Mm, yes. Well, what happened to me, as I explained earlier, during my race when I was 19 years old, you know, I stepped up onto this track. I had gone for a slow warm-up jog. I had nothing to gain and nothing to lose. I was truly just there for the final race of my track career. And I slipped into, or actually what felt like falling back into, a state of being that where I felt more me than I'd ever felt in my young adulthood. I felt genuinely, authentically clear and curious and confident. And I was able to access physical strength that I'd never accessed before. And so in my search for what happened, I continued to look in all directions, walking on coals with Tony Robbins and bungee jumping and sweat lodges. <laughs> and, you know, we go through the gamut. Oh, yeah. 20s, right? <laughs> well, years later, my husband 
spent some time in the Amazon with an indigenous community. And when he came back, he was telling me just off, you know, very casually that they often stopped on the river at this one spot of land where two rivers met. He said the indigenous communities revered this, these spots as sacred because it's there that wildlife and animal life thrive. It's been proven that it's there at this juncture of ecosystems where nature thrives. And I was like, whoa, 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 hold on a second. You mean if I stood on that spot, I would thrive too because I've become this what I call human potential junkie. Mm -hmm. And this place is called the Verge. And so this Verge is a spot of land where ecosystems converge, right, where life thrives. And so I wanted to know where is that place near me? Is there a verge near me? I want to go stand on that verge. I want to feel like, you know, I'm a, this human potential junkie. I want to know what it feels like to, to access the strength and the clarity that I accessed when I was 19. Well, another decade later, and not even not going out into searching, but actually going in through meditation and yoga practice, deep dive, I recognize that we thrive right now. This moment is the verge, and now this moment, and now this moment. And I know that when I can show up right here, right now, fully, right, with nothing to gain, nothing to lose, just available and allowing whatever is arising to be as it is, I will shine in all capacities. Mm. I will be more creative, more compassionate, more available for my intelligences. Everything I do, I do better right there. And this is what I call high-definition, high-voltage living, which is this sense of being alert and awake and clear and bright, which is really our natural state of being. When everything else falls away, the doubt, the fear, the judgment, the past, the future, we fall back into this natural state of awareness that we all already experience every day, by the way, but nobody's really telling us that. Right. And this is what I want. I, I, I want, I want, and I say that, I know it's a strong word, but this is why I teach, is just to point it out to all of us intelligent, brilliant beings that, you know what, you're already there throughout the day when you feel fully alive. Let's just tr start focusing on that a little bit. Yes. Well, that's where we're going next. If you're just joining us, we get to be on the verge, that place that Kara's talking about, about uh, doing, it's not about doing more, it's about being more, experiencing more, uh, being present to this place, this space, this connection. And Kara, let's break down for folks the three sort of tenets that I pulled out, clear mind, bright body, and open heart, uh, that sort of comprise this natural or, you know, our, our natural state that you talked about. Yes. Yeah, and again, these are words to not contain an experience, but just to point to an experience yeah. that we all have many times throughout the day. and. We may feel them all at once, clear mind, bright body, open heart, and we may recognize one more than another at times. But in, in what I write about and I offer are all these different words, I call them snapshots, that may help you connect to your natural state because you may have different words. So the umbrella, so to speak, is clear mind, bright body, open heart. 
what happens when we drop into the present moment, and we can all do this right now, and we all did it. I did it before, Marianne, when you were guiding us in that beautiful practice. You know, it's a breath. It's two breaths. It's a moment in gratitude where we just open up our fist for a moment, our proverbial fist, and just allow ourselves to be here now. And and when we're able to just step into the center of the moment that we're in, so often we feel an instant clarity, an instant brightness or a lift of energy, and an openness or an allowing. And so this is the natural state, this natural way of being that really is our birthright that we were born with before we started to adopt all of the cultural patterns and conditioning and then our, also our own experiences in life. We kind of start laying all that stuff over this brilliant, bright body, this clear, crystal clear mind that allows thoughts to come in and out but doesn't get obsessed with them. Right. And this open heart of connection and compassion and availability to life, really. I love that word, availability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so here's what's really great about your book as well. You not only share this landscape with us, or a map for the territory, the territory being you know, thriving, really. How do we feel fully alive, like you're, you're saying, Kara, and you... You break it down for us, the, the, what blocks our natural state, a cluttered mind, overthinking, uh, you know, uh, habits that we have, thinking that we are so busy or, you know, we've got so much information overload, you call it, and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And you give us practices and ways to uh, really keep our mind in check, to help us keep our heart open, um, and our body bright. Uh, so I-, I love that part of the book, that it's simple, straightforward, and interactive, and really resonates with some of the things that, like you were saying, that words help us identify when we're not uh, in tune with or aware of our natural state, right, where we're, we popped out uh, what I call going to sleep. We went back to sleep, right? Okay. We get sucked into the vortex of some story or a habit or a or a complex something like that. So I uh, love that about the, the first part of your book. And can we just pause for a minute, though, on the um, uh, bright body concept? I, I just think that this we could dwell here, and it, it's so worth it, that what that means and, and how, how we recognize our bright body, aside from the breath. That's one of the ways that you just pointed out. Right. Yes, such a great question. And, of course, you know, being a yoga teacher, I've dedicated my life to helping people experience their bright body. And I I talk about it specifically like that because so many of us, the majority of people I meet, are trying to get somewhere. Well, if I do this, I'll get that. You know, if I be this, then I'll feel that. And really, if we just pause, like you said, Marianne, we can start to tune into this brilliant system that 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 holds us right that that allows us to express and so it can happen on a walk it can happen 
in your backyard, you know, rolling around with your dog. It can happen in a yoga class. It can happen on the top of a mountain. Yeah, we're hoping it happens during the break because that's where we're going. <laughs> it can happen during the break. Don't worry. We're going to be right back. Tara Bradley is coming back with me on the verge. We're on the verge together right here on Marion Live. Don't touch that dial, everybody. We'll be right back right after these messages. I don't want to date anymore. What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. Well, I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event. Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love. Worry no more. Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. Proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship. Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now. We've ordered No More Love Life Drama for Us. Shh. Over here. Here's a secret for a virus-free computer. ESET. They've been a pioneer in the antivirus industry for over 25 years. 25 years of innovative, top-rated antivirus protection. ESET's award-winning security solutions provide a safe online experience for over 100 million home and business computer owners. They are so affordable, fast, and simple to use. So be gone, you blue screen of death. ESET's on my computer. If it's not on yours, visit HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on ESET now. Did you know that in seven minutes you might save $522 in car insurance? Well, this makes sense. Since 21st Century Insurance's company's website has been rated number one in responsiveness by Keynote. Serving customers since 1958, 21st Century Insurance has a 24-7 online policy and claim service. You can get a quote fast and easy, so get your quote by visiting HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click right on the 21st Century Insurance banner. More exhilarating talk. HealthyLife.net Welcome back, everybody. Kara and I are, during the break, we're swapping uh, antidotes for the cold, the common cold, everybody. I was saying one of my friends is a physician. She says, vitamin D. And my Chinese physician says, Lana Sarah. So, you know, we're, we're getting healthy. You know, that's what we do when we're all committed to being on the path. We swap our secrets and our good stuff, and that's what Karen's doing here. She wrote a book for us. She's like, you get to be on the verge. You can go in and down. You can meet your human potential. I wrote a book for you. I've spent 30 years of my life teaching this work. Here you go. What is more generous than that? Well, Kara, we're so glad you're here sharing that with us and breaking it down for us. During the, uh, Right before the break, we were talking about the components to our natural state clear mind, bright body, and open heart, and you were, you were discussing bright body and as a yoga teacher what that means and how we cultivate that. If you had any last thoughts about that, that's great, and then we're going to move on to open heart, how we cultivate that. Yeah, we just finish up with the bright body is um, if we can start to, when we start to drop down from the busyness in our mind and when we start to settle our nervous system. And we can do that through a walk, through breathing exercise, through meditation. But whenever we can start to drop below the neck, I like to say, we tap into this symphony of sensations and this information constantly directing our lives. And so by 
through practice, we can begin to trust that as real, real information. It's not just what our thoughts are telling us to do, but our body, the gut instinct, so to speak, even just, you know, chills or, or ripples or hair standing up on your arms can all be direction. And so to start trusting our natural physical intelligence, I think it just opens up a world. It really does. It allows us to start connecting deep into our bodies more often as opposed to just following these frantic thoughts around all day long. Yeah. Which is Give us an example, because there's so many, just like popcorn are coming into my mind, so people can really ground that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, for example, uh, you know, you, you have a, a sense of something, and it's in conflict with your racing mind, and you follow that. What, what's like the, uh, a thought that comes to mind or one of your clients has told you uh, a way to put this into action? Do you have a, uh, a, a story you want to tell us about this? Well, I think that just through practice, and, and those of us who move our bodies a lot, we're more embodied. Um, so that I think we move and speak. I'm Italian, so I definitely speak with my body. But, right. but we speak with our body. We feel with everything that is happening from the, you know, the pasta that we're eating to the conversation with our friends. It's, it's a, more of a holistic experience, and this is what I mean about feeling fully alive. We're not just speaking from our head. We're not just speaking from the, you know, from the experience that we had 20 years ago. We're actually embodying what all the information, all this popcorn, really, this like this fantastic Vivaldi symphony of of information coming up through us all the time, and that guides us. Right. If we pay attention, right, that's the key. Yes. We need to yeah. cultivate our attention here, which is part of the bright body, what we're listening to, the cues of the body, those, the sensations, the whispers, the intuition, the feelings, the aches. The, you know, those are all part of our, as you call it, the symphony of language, not just the thinking mind. So this is a great point that you're making. And then moving from there to the, the open-heartedness uh, that I love this chapter of the book. Let's talk about that because we can't, we can talk about this all day long. We need some more open-heartedness just clear across the board on the planet, yeah? Oh, my goodness, yes. And for me, when I was writing the book, you know, open heart, I was like, really? Am I really going to go there? I mean, everybody talks about open heart, and I never really connected to the words open heart. And I tell you, over the years of cultivating this stuff, I changed that so many times. And at the end of the day... It was open heart. It, it really, because I think, again, viscerally, we can feel this area of our chest open and close based on emotions, based on what's happening right in front of us, based on, you know, how we meet life. Do we meet it head on or are we resisting it? And so much of that really will um, translate into how we feel around our chest area physically. But for me, also, to me, open heart feels very much like availability, mm. to be available. Because open heart, you know, I'm a New Yorker, I'm an Italian New Yorker, you know, and I, I'm, I'm you know, pretty strong-willed, and I'll come right at you, and I live large. You know, so for me, sometimes that felt a little softy-gooey kind of. But being available for life, 
means whatever is happening in front of me, whether it be a traffic jam or a friend who is in need or a situation in the world, you know, to be available in a mature way, you know, not in a way where I'm laying myself down for everybody to walk on and be everyone's caretaker and not taking care of myself kind of open heart, which I think sometimes we fall back into, but really being available to the intensity of life, the beauty and the destruction, and to really sit with that as a human being. This is, this is what I'm talking about. When we can show up in the moment, and I, I write a story about being there for some dear friends of mine whose 13-year-old son committed suicide mm-hmm. a year and a half ago. And that, to me, it changed my life. Mm. It taught me how to be available and to have an open art without an agenda. Mm. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, my, I rewrote my book after that. After yeah, that. you know, it reminds me of the expression that my heart goes out to you. That is not really a metaphor. It's, it's you can feel it. You know, that it's a, a heartbreaking story. And, unfortunately becoming more and more common and, and these incidents are uh, an alarm for us uh, and your response to that is an uh, indicator of that, right? That we need to, not just as individuals, um, be doing this but be sharing this as you are with your book, uh, inviting other folks to open our hearts to to uh, connect with each other because this is not just a an inside job, as they used to say. It's an inside-out job. We need to do this with each other, for each other, through each other uh, as relational creatures. So thank you for sharing that story, Kara. That's very touching, and um, I'm so sorry for your loss. Mm, Thank you. As we take that uh, beautiful uh, healing advice and move towards a question that's on my Heart. Um, you do a lot of uh, corporate training and working with groups of people, um, and I'm wondering what your finger is, what pulse your finger is on in terms of what what are people asking about when they come to your workshops or when you go into these corporations? What are the sort of the top one two uh, concerns people have uh, when you show up? What are they saying? Mm. I was with the World Blood Bank Group. Um, in a few months ago, and there were people from all over the world. It was one of the most diverse groups I've ever taught. And the top question that everybody nodded their head to was, how do I stop my busy mind? How do I stop this pace? Because it's 24-7 now, and it's 24-7 not just for, you know, those of us in the U.S. It's 24-7 for everybody. Yeah. And it's this, you know, you can feel the... The kind of the, the tightening in the chest when we when we were talking about it because it is such a concern that our lives are spinning and they are spinning uh, away from us. We're we're losing time just being available always, and so I, I feel like that is really the top concern. I mean, I talk about being alive and and being present and and at the the, the first step is really to start to recognize when I feel too busy and out of control and when I do feel calm and open and alert. To start to get to know the difference. And in becoming familiar with the difference, that's when we start to practice mindfulness. That's when we start to train ourselves to recognize when we do get out of control. Meditation, obviously. Meditation is like the, you know, it's like the super gym for the brain. 
And so at some point we do want to adopt a, a consistent yeah. practice yeah. that helps well, us to really I've got to jump in here, Kara. I'm so sorry. We're going to break, everybody. Don't worry when we get back more, more, and more with Kara Bradley when we return. We're going to get into the practices, what we can actually do to cultivate, to calm that crazy thinking, that active mind, the tightness in the chest to find our bright body, clear mind, and open heart. We'll get back right after these messages. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back right here on Marian Life. I don't want to date anymore. What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. Well, I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event. Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love. Worry no more. Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. Proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship. Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now. We've ordered No No More More Love Life Life Drama Drama for Us. MarianneLive.com is where you can go to keep up to date with what and where relationship expert, author, and radio host Marianne Camarado is appearing next. Besides Marianne's three radio shows weekdays on HealthyLife.net, you can find out details about upcoming or ongoing seminars and workshops. How about information for ordering copies of books or DVDs? That's also available at MarianneLive.com. Find out about core certification, certificate of responsible relationships, www.marianlive.com core certification learning tools to attract build and sustain great relationships also sign up for marianne's newsletter to be informed about upcoming events and possible workshops or speaking engagements in the northern california area www.marianlive.com what does HealthyLife.net and Amazon.com have in common? Well, they're both available on the Internet. They both give great value. But most important, most of our positive program hosts and guests are accomplished authors. And their books are available from, you got it, Amazon.com. Now it even gets better than that. Because when you're listening on air to a HealthyLife.net host or guest, you can go directly to Amazon.com and you can order your book while you're still listening to your favorite HealthyLife.net program. So when you hear an author you like, go to the homepage of HealthyLife.net and click on Amazon.com. HealthyLife.net. Net, the Positive Radio Network. Oh, the woes of technology and everything else. You know, I was just saying with a friend the other day, you know, are we the people that come out of a yoga class and somebody gets in your way and you just pop right out of that experience and start grumbling? Or can we hang on? Can we hang on to these cultivated uh, states of awareness, right? Well, Kara Bradley is here helping us find ways to do that, to be more resourced, to understand that the mind-body is a unit. They're not separate. We can't possibly just only think. The mechanism of thinking involves the body. It's not separate. We are just placing our awareness on one part of the equation, missing out on the whole verge experience, right? So this is a practice. Kara is helping us do that. And this part of the program, as we come up to the top of the hour, we're going to plunge into some of her practices here so we can address these real challenges we all face together. So 
Uh, starting at the third part of your book, you've got practice after practice. Let's talk about a few of your favorites that we can get started with, Kara. Yeah, I'm happy to, and I just want to mention that I have a free app called On the Verge that has all these practices available to all of you that are listening. Um, both audio and there's some video. So check it out on The Verge, on iTunes and Google Play. Um, there are a bunch of primer practices, I call them. They're all under this um, heading of Notice This Moment, which is really very simple mindfulness practices. Mindfulness being the, the training in paying attention on purpose with a sense of kindness and non-judgment, right? Non-judgmental awareness. So one of the primer practices that I love and so easy for us all to do is called sky gazing. We can take a couple of minutes, whether you're sitting in the car waiting at a red light or in traffic or uh, obviously if you're moving, don't do this, but uh, sitting in your office. <laughs> yes, uh, let's emphasize that point. <laughs> no pokey money. their phones, they're going to be looking up to the sky. <laughs> Right. Well, but sky gazing I love. I mean, at night, especially on a summer's night, just to look up and take in the vastness. Just even a few moments breathing and looking can shift you from a frantic state to a more fluid state. Mm-hmm. So primer practice, sky gazing is one. Another one that I love is called stop, take five, experience. Stop what you're doing. Just pause before you send the email or pause as you're receiving the email. Take five breaths, two breaths even if you can, and then just pause to recognize what you're experiencing, Hmm. how your body feels, what you smell, see, taste, what you hear, even what you're thinking. What am I experiencing in this moment? And just doing that interrupts you from perhaps a frantic, chaotic state of mind to a present state of being. Even for a moment, it interrupts you. And so these primer practices are ways for us to become familiar with what it feels like to be here and then also to recognize what it feels like not to be here. Because mm. we know when we're stressed, our bodies don't feel very good. Mm. You know, when we're, when we're flying out of space thinking about the future and all worried and anxious, our bodies don't feel very good. There's a visceral sense of just not being well when that happens. So we can become familiar with this and, and catch ourselves much more quickly before things get out of control. And that's what Notice This Moment is about. Just start noticing your life. Where am I? What am I doing? Am I here? Am I not? All that stuff interrupts you. And so the second practice called Move My Body. And so we talked about that a little bit earlier. And I suggest simple ways to make your movement practice, whether it be walking or yoga or biking or rowing, a mindfulness practice, a way to really cultivate that attention. And so uh, I love to use rhythm. Anything that we do in rhythm helps us to settle our nervous system, steady our mind. It brings us into the state of coherence where we feel more awake and alive. Meditation is definitely one of the practices, and I offer beginner meditation practices both in the book and on the app, on The Verge. And, uh, you know, we all at some point, we want to understand how our mind operates. This is such an incredible transformational tool. It's just to get to know why, what we're so busy doing in our brain. And so those are three of them. Beautiful. Those are great practices. And, hey, if you get the book... 
on top of the free offer, which, wow, all your practices are in there for free. That's so beautiful. Yes. Uh, you can go to net right now and find some of this, and she can... Um, her uh, Amazon link goes to Barnes Barnes & Noble, et cetera, so you can get a copy of the book uh, and her free gift. Thank you for that. What a generous offer. I think this is a beautiful way to start uh, this next moment, folks, as we come up to the top of the hour. When you're done, you know right where you're headed, what your vector is to be on the verge. Um, Thank you so much for all of your context and for helping steer us deeper into relationship with ourselves and our bodies, Tara. As we do come up to the top of the hour, I would love for you to address uh, the one of the things you do talk about called inner force um, as we uh, start to wind up the program here. Mm. Life is really not about doing, it's about being. We are here to be to experience this force moving through us and to use this experience we call our lives as a way to express this miracle of being alive. And so whatever we can do to open the channels, to shed the old patterns, to let go of the burdens so that this life force moves through us, and expresses itself uniquely in each of us in a beautiful, brilliant way. Boy, I want to be alive on that earth if I can. Absolutely. Wow. Great invitation. I feel it. We're going to join you. Everybody's going to give it our, our best try, I can tell. This is uh, what we like to do here at Mary and I. We like to cultivate practice. So as a big, wholehearted bright-bodied, clear-minded thank you to you, Tara Bradley, for joining us here on Marian Live. We hope you come back and join us again. I would love to. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Everybody sit tight. We're going to be right back after these messages for a wrap, let you know who's on deck next week. In the meantime, thanks again to Tara Bradley for joining us on The Verge. Wake up, show up, and shine. Go get a copy of the book and her free gift. Uh, it's available wherever fine books are sold. Go to tarabradley.net. In the meantime, sit tight. We'll be right back for a wrap. I'm relationship expert and radio talk show host, Marianne Camarado. And I'm David Raynaud. We want to talk to you for a minute about the changing world of dating and relationships and how self-inquiry can help. I mean, did you know that 44% of the U.S. population is single and over 50% end in divorce? Yet, we spend an average of one-third of our lives trying to find a great relationship or get help with the ones we already have. Yep, that's exactly why we created the first ever of its kind, the Great Relationships Begin Within, Self-Inquiry divination deck because we know what it takes to attract and create a healthy, fulfilling, sustainable relationship. And it's really simple. Sit quietly, close your eyes, turn your attention inward, and draw a card. You can go online right now and get a free reading on Marianne Live and try out the cards. And for under $20, what better way to give yourself a gift of your own attention? We wish you every blessing. We'll see you next time. Check out MarianneLive.com. What a great show. I needed that. It's like having a good cup of coffee or a good meditation or 
Arts, something rich and real. Thank you to Kara Bradley for joining us today. I just love that authentic, good dose of wake up and stay awake, and here's how we do it together. feels so good. More ways to be resourced, to stay present, to attract and create healthy, fulfilling, sustainable relationships, starting with ourselves. Yep, we do it every week here on Marianne Live. Next week, joining us, Naomi Katz. The title of her new book is Beautiful, Being an Empowered Young Woman. You don't want to miss this show. So much of what's going on in our culture around being beautiful and the price we pay for it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goddess, as my friend says. Uh, you don't want to miss this program. So the way to do that, so you don't have to miss any of them, is you can go to MarianneLive.com, and we've got all of our archives up for you. Or you can go to iTunes, or you can go to HealthyLife.net Radio. We make it possible for you to stay in touch with us, putting only good things in your mind, your body, your soul, and uh, how to stay awake together. Yes, we're doing it together here on Marianne Live. Last part of the practice, go do something for somebody else today. Don't even let them know you did it. It feels super good, and it just feels like a way to be part of our culture uh, from the heart. All right, there's a message from Kara right to you. See you next week, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Much love and many blessings.